welcome to Are You Quizzing Me? I'm Vineet Nair with my co-host Aditya Kashyap. This is a quizzing trivia podcast show where we ask each other questions and share what we know and learn with you. Though in a quizzing format, it's not competitive, the questions are simply a way of sharing our love of trivia. So sit back, relax and join us as we explore the depths of human knowledge. We'll cover everything from science and history to pop culture and current events. So no matter what your interests are, there's something for everyone. Here's the format. We ask each other questions alternatingly, as many as time permits, while giving as many clues as needed to help each other get to the answer. Please feel free to slow down or speed up this podcast for your listening pleasure. And let's get quizzing. Okay, and now for the first question of this podcast, I invite Aditya to ask the first question. Let's go in alphabetical order. So, Aditya, let's have the first right. question. Okay, so the first question I have for today is uh, because you're starting off uh, our podcast, let me ask you something which is related to that. Uh, there was a podcasting company called Audio. Uh, there okay. was an undergraduate student from New York University at that point who was working in that company. And there was a mm -hmm. day-long brainstorming session that they held. They came up with multiple ideas, one of which this particular undergrad student came up with. And therein lay the origins of a today very famous company. What company am I talking about? Okay, let me be very frank up front. I have absolutely no clue where this is going. Uh, but okay, right. let me just encapsulate the question again. Let me see if I can just dig something out of it. So we're talking about uh, something that started off from a brainstorming session for a podcast. That's right. Okay. A podcasting company. Came... It was a podcasting company. And, and they what were was a podcasting some... company called? Odeo. O-D-E-O. Odeo. Yeah. Okay. So, a podcasting company called Audio, and uh, something came out of their brainstorming session. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need a clue here. Okay. So, they wanted to basically uh, have an SMS service for a small group of people. And the name of this service, today slightly modified, uh, was inspired by the five-letter codes, which were the SMS codes used in the US at that time. They were called SMS short codes. So these short codes okay. were five letters long. So the name okay. of the company at that point was also five letters long. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is this for Instagram? No, right? Is no, it? it's not no. Instagram. No, 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 it's no, it's not Instagram. It doesn't make sense for Instagram. Yeah. Uh, WhatsApp? Because I'm looking no. at SMS and messaging here, so... Uh... <laughs> uh, no, no, you're, you're, no, you're no, close, WhatsApp's but not, it's yeah, not... No. It's not. Okay. Um no clue, dude. This is I have no I have no idea where I'm going with this. Okay, no, no. So the other uh inspiration, so one of them was the SMS short codes, which are five letter long. And the other inspiration was also the company Flickr. So it sounded kinda like Flickr. Uh so these two things combined named the company as we know it today. Flickr was it an sounds... image hosting service, right? Yeah, no, but name of the company sounded the similar, similar to Similar to this. Okay. Ah, okay. No. There so aren't too many huge companies that sound uh, in today's tech industry that sound similar to Flickr. So. Yeah. As a, I am just trying to combine what you told me, something for a messaging service and something that sounds similar to Flickr. 
Um, no clue, dude. I give up on this. You'll just have to tell uh, me right, no. put me out of my misery. I have, I have made this. I have made this uh, very, very challenging, especially because if I give the more leading hints, it would become too easy. Uh, the name is Twitter. So Twitter started oh. off with. Oh. Uh, uh, with SMS sh- uh, short codes being five letter long, so they call it TWTTR, ah. uh, which is why the first ever tweet uh, sent by Jack Dorsey said, "Just setting up my Twitter TWTTR." So they named it Twitter, like TWTTR, and which is inspired by Flickr and uh, the American short codes, which are five characters long, and it came from a podcasting company. So you know. You and I might tomorrow have a multi-billion-dollar um, <laughs> tech startup, which Elon Musk will buy from us. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. obviously. Like that's the logical conclusion to all this. That is how these things go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how okay, Twitter came so, to be. Uh, my turn, right? Hmm, so I'm again. We are just. Uh, this is the start of the new year, and the World Cup have wasn't too far long ago. Right? It was just last month. So we are talking about the 2022 World Cup, right? Now, as you know, the final of the World Cup involved a very memorable, you know, penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. In 2014, journalist Michael Moran, he penned an article. And the title of the article was, Forget penalties. Here are five better ways to decide who wins the World Cup. Okay. This was an article for the Guardian newspaper. Okay. Now, he famously and very humorously suggested better ways than penalty shootouts to decide the winners in World Cup matches. Okay. Number five was a general neutral, gender neutral tag team challenge. Okay. Number mm-hmm. four was swimming gala. Number three <laughs> was a bake-off. Number two was a dance-off. Okay. What was number one? Can you guess? <laughs> so obviously um this journal and it's for the guardian not for the onion or uh, no 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 it's a guy it's an actual newspaper there's an actual article an actual you can article go read it that. it's somebody available online really, free to read somebody was really upset at uh, penalty shootouts huh? okay um clearly getting more and more absurd with each line i'm gonna make a wild guess you said the last one was a dance-off or a bake-off yeah, so he basically, number three was a bake-off, number two was a dance-off. So what was number, number one, one? Number one, I'm going to say is, uh, who, who can do more push-ups? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> good try, good try, uh, obviously. But let's just say that's uh, not what it was. Not mm, even close. Okay. Uh, then I, I definitely need more, a hint. I I have, uh, this no is a clue which will practically give it away, but still. Okay. Uh, okay. There is a reason I made this the very first question in our podcast. Okay. Um, hmm. A trivia challenge. Are they going to have a trivia challenge? I'll a give it to you. It was a GK quiz. GK quiz. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so his logic was this, and I'm uh, quoting him in the article. Premier League footballers are among the most admired people in Britain. Young boys mm-hmm. especially regard the top players as role models. But what if okay. we introduced a pub quiz round to tied games? Imagine what would that do for scholarship nationwide? Imagine the hours that are currently squandered on kippy uppies being spent watching QI. 
Imagine too the sound of a packed stadium urging their team to remember the title of the dream of Gerontius. <laughs> but 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 if you have seen any episode of Kon Banaya Karorpati, the yeah. audience is told to be very quiet. Yeah, that is counterproductive. You can't have twenty twenty thousand fans to be very quiet <laughs> and not shout out. Then let's be let's be honest. The Premier League does not have the most well-behaved fans. Ah, uh, they are uh, not not known for their decorum. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Okay, that, no, but cool. I, I, I this was a piece of trivia that I kind of you know uh, it was a nugget I kept a long time ago. I was waiting for an an occasion to pull it out uh, because you know <laughs> GK quiz to decide a match. Now just imagine if Argentina. Played France in a, a trivia challenge. <laughs> Who would win? <laughs> I don't want to speculate. Will piss off too many people. Okay, so Aditya, your right, question. Wonderful. Okay, so my question is this: uh, I'm gonna start off with keeping it as usual, a bit vague, and as we go along, let's see uh, how many more yeah, hints yeah. we need before you crack yes. it. Okay, so this one is a food item. that came about as a brainchild of the skyns of two different uh, companies who were in the same industry and these mm-hmm. two sons wanted to break away from their father's legacy so they combined uh, their efforts and came up with this particular food item a food item uh, yeah. invented it was it invented or is it they just started producing it or something that well in food it's yeah. food it's uh, usually tough to say who invented it i think they were inspired yeah. by existing uh, items and okay. they, they... Just, let me just put this out there is it something to do with chocolate for oh, some reason i i feel easy. like i feel like you won't even need the hints yeah, yeah, yeah it is to do okay, with chocolate no 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 my problem here is now i it's just an i my mind went to chocolate but i'm kind of mm-hmm. confused is it her hershey's and cadbury's got together and did something hershey's and cadbury's one of them is correct the other one is not now ah, the okay. thing is uh, i'll give you another hint because you're very very close but let's make this a bit more interesting okay the, both their names uh, were combined quite literally to give the name for this particular uh, food item as you know it today names were combined hmm ah or rather their initials the initials okay it's a, it's a food item chocolate based mm-hmm. food item oreo no oh uh, that's a good guess but no not oreo no no, no. no. because when he said initials i was like thinking okay what could be initials okay no uh okay i is it something i know i mean like i would know this right i mean like obviously this oh yeah, yeah 100% 100% we all know it we all know it so, yeah so then this will definitely make look make me look like a fool so i okay i cannot for the life of me uh, think of initials this this particular uh, item was first sold the first big customer was the us army in world war 2 hershey's kisses no wait no hershey wait so close so close you're almost there you're no, almost I there rem- i remember reading something about hershey's ah uh, no that was coca cola uh, setting up a plant in africa no wait hershey's also sent their car- uh, the chocolates or something no i okay i'm yeah, just going on um, please No, it's always you're very close. Uh, I'll tell you the names of the people actually. So okay. Bruce Murray, he is the son of uh, William Murray, who was Hershey's president, and okay. the other person is Forrest Mars uh, Senior, who was the son of Frank Mars. Mars, the Mars bar. Yeah. So Forrest Mars Senior and Bruce Murray came together to to make this new. 
फॉरेस्ट मार्स एंड ब्रूस मरी आई एम गेटिंग समथिंग वेट इनिशियल जी सेट ना Okay, yeah. I am blanking here. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. I'm gonna kill myself when I hear this. Am I? <laughs> oh God! You're almost there, almost there. And uh, well, well, the other way we know it, or at least uh, I felt like I wanted to knock myself on the head, was when I realized it is also the inspiration behind uh, famous rapper's name, rap artist's name. Okay, now I'm going completely nuts. Bruce Murray and Forrest Mars. I'm uh, my mind is stuck on Mars bar. Okay, uh, Bruce Murray, Forrest Mars. I think somebody listening to this will be just screaming at the uh, you know, <laughs> saying that you idiot, you can't get it. Ah, <laughs> uh, no man, I'm sorry. I just the no, 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 no. It's it's the Mars and the Murray that combine together. M and M's. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant question but i am officially an idiot here <laughs> it is it is it is one of those questions which you always knew not... but you just was right there hershey's and mars had a baby and those were eminems there those are eminems i was so blown away and this was both their sons trying to establish their own legacy away from their fathers wow just uh, wow thing. brilliant yeah. question dude brilliant question very well done Also, obviously, the rap artist is Eminem. Uh, Marshall Eminem, Mathers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marshall Mathers. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. Eminem. <laughs> okay. My next question is going to sound so stupid. Oh no! But no, chalo, no, let no. me just say. Okay, this is a fairly uh, simple question. In the sense, like, uh, if you know it, you know it. Uh, if not, it might be something a little new to you. But let's just see. Okay. So uh, X and Y. Okay. There are mm-hmm. two names we are talking about. X and Y are the names of the policeman and the cab driver in the 1946 film "It's a Wonderful Life." Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, most people know the names of X and Y as the names of two famous protagonists of a much-loved TV show. In fact, oh. uh, when the pilot was first screen tested with audiences in 1969. they were the only protagonists in what would later become an ensemble show okay okay in recent years the sexual preferences of x and y have become a topic of great discussion identify x and y okay so x and y in the movie it's a wonderful life were the cab driver and the policeman yes the names the names were of the policeman yeah, and the yeah. cab driver and the cab driver got it X and Y in 1969 in the pilot uh, when the pilot was first tried out of a very beloved TV show. They were the uh, protagonists. They were the main characters. But then that show later became an ensemble show. Okay. Um. So I have no clue right now. I'm going to ask for a hint. Is it uh, an animated show by any chance? It's not an animated show. Uh, okay. It isn't as popular. It's it's a it's got a huge pop culture and popular culture impact. but not hmm. as popular in india like recently people have been exposed to it in uh, you know through all these channels and the internet and the and youtube and all but if you were somebody who grew up in the west or even in the middle east this would have been a staple interesting you said middle east and the west hmm. yeah because uh, i i'm talking from personal experience here 
Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was just exclusive to uh, Dubai no, 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 and no, no. the US. No, nothing. It, that, that was just a you know kind of random piece. Because of you saw it when you were growing up in the yes. Middle East and uh, <laughs> possibly in the US. Okay, no, I am uh, not sure if it's not an animated one. I don't think I have any clues. So I'll need more hints. Okay. Um, so I would uh, tell you to focus on two points. Hmm. One is the fact that their sexual preferences have become a a, a big a talking point throughout the world. Right. We are talking about a show from 1969. Uh, is it the two characters whose sexual preference has become? Because I know, yes, but again, I'm yes, thinking yes. animated because I'm thinking Scooby-Doo. Because okay. Velma's sexual uh, preference. The thing is, if I, tell, if I say one word, it immediately becomes obvious. So I'm trying to skirt okay, around okay. that word. Let's just say okay. it's a children's show. But it's not animated. Children's show not animated. And their sexual preference came into... Limelight. Oh boy. I can yeah, I'm only thinking of animated characters, a lot of Disney characters. Um, <laughs> and this show came on obviously after 1969. Can I ask which year did the show come out? Finally, when was it aired? Huh? Yeah, it was aired in the 60s and the 70s, and it's been continuously aired since then. It's been continuously aired since then and not an animated yeah, show. I, I still think there are new episodes coming out with a lot more new characters and Oh, uh, uh, is it um, Sesame Street? Yes, it is Sesame is Street. So who are talking is it about Sesame Street? Oh boy, uh, who are the main characters of Sesame Street? I am going to kill myself uh, again. <laughs> but in my defense, I did not grow up in the Middle East or the US. So <laughs> um, Sesame Street, uh, Big Bird, uh, but Big no, Bird would not Big be Bird. the name of. We're talking uh, about two people, two characters whose sexual preferences have come into question. As in, people think they are gay because they live together and they don't seem to have oh any other... Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I just know Sesame Street has that count. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> Elmo? Elmo. Yeah, Elmo, the it's, Cookie it's, Monster. Yeah, cookie Monster, oh boy. I'm, <laughs> I'm so blanking out on the character names. No, okay, I'm, I, I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give it to you. Basically, you did get Sesame yeah. Street, which was, uh, I had built my question around that. So that is it. Okay. It's Bert and Ernie. Bert and, oh God, Bert and Ernie. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, okay. Bert and Ernie. I did not know that their sexuality had come into uh, limelight yeah, recently. So, it, so basically, the thing is, um, Bert and Ernie, they were the virtually the only Muppets. So that's the term I didn't I wanted to avoid. Right, it's not an right, animated right, show. It's a right, Muppet right, show. Right, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so they were the only Muppets to appear in the pilot episode, which was okay. screen tested to a number of families in July 1969. Okay, okay. okay. Their brief appearance was the only part of that pilot that tested well. So it was ah, decided that not only should Muppet characters be the stars of the show, but also interact with the human characters, something which was not done in the pilot. Now, ah. the thing is... Bird and Ernie live together in an apartment located in the basement of 123 Sesame Street. <laughs> Despite sleeping okay. in separate beds, they share the same bedroom, which has led okay. to some speculation that they are a representation of a gay couple. I see, I see. Interesting. Fascinating, fascinating. Wow. Uh, yeah, but you got Sesame Street, which is... Now that, now that you say Bird and Ernie, yes, I'm, I'm recalling that there were... Uh, Conversation on Twitter, at least, as far as I remember. Yes, yes. About their sexuality. Yes, you're right, you're right. Wow, okay. Cool. But did you watch a lot of Bird and Ernie growing up? Yeah, actually, Sesame oh, Street was a... Sesame Street was, growing it, up. It, it was a kind of staple uh, when I was growing, growing up. Uh, ah, I know, see. I, okay. Yeah, we used to watch, uh, you know, the shows that used to come up on, you know, Baron TV, Channel 55. 
uh, and okay. in the evenings they would have children's shows and Sesame Street was one of those shows. So I remember seeing it as a kid. Uh, you know, it's always stuck with me. Okay. My son oh. now started watching it on YouTube. He's only two. So yeah, so he watches, you know, all these kind of shows and in between he's Are the original um, episodes all available on YouTube? No, no, they're probably new and there are no so many new characters which I have never seen before. So there I'm guessing that's all. Right, right, right. It, the giveaway was that it's not an animated show, but it's been continuously running. So, I mean, yeah, there aren't yeah, many. That, that, that was kind of a okay. giveaway. No, but there's no yeah. way you can structure this question without giving away that point. The moment you say puppet or muppet or, you know, it's a children's show, but not animated, what? there aren't that many candidates. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. Great. Um, great question. Um, since you're talking entertainment, okay, so my next question fits into that broader category. Okay. In a very famous thriller, one of the most iconic dialogues that uh, the lead detective says towards the end, towards the climax of the movie, was answered roughly 16 years later in a whole other film, completely unrelated. So this is a thriller film from 1995, in which the lead detective asks a very iconic question towards the very end of the movie, almost at the end of the movie. And that question was answered um, 16 years later in another film, which, interestingly, was released in 2011, but became very popular in 2020. Okay, okay, okay. So let me just break So we're talking about two different films. Two different films. They're not connected, are they? Are they are they sequel? They're not connected. Uh, no, they're not a sequel. They're not. Uh, as far as I know, I don't think they're even written by the same person or by the same production company. Okay. Um, so they have nothing in common in terms of universe or storyline or anything. But in a very very interesting way, that question was answered sixteen years later. Sixteen years later. So we're talking about a thriller, right? In the, the 1995 was a yeah um, mystery thriller. So many that released in those years in the 90s. Yeah, uh, 90s. Give me an actor or uh, something. Um, the oh boy, let me think of of a clue that will help you around this. It was um, a clue for this would be uh, that the the antagonist in this film has recently lost favor in public, especially during the Me Too era, because of the Me Too okay. era. Is this what's in the box? It is this what's is in seven. the box. It this is, is seven. In the box. It's, it's one of my seven. favorite movies of all time. Wait, what? what is in the box? I mean, like, how, when did it get answered? I didn't know that. So when did it get answered? So what, what, what's in the box? What, what, what was in the box? If it is, uh, for spoiler alert, for anybody who hasn't, yeah, it was Gwyneth it. it was Brad Pitt's, uh, you know, his... The, his Do you know the what movie released it. What movie released in 2011 that became very popular in 2020 for obvious reasons because of the pandemic? It became very popular in 2020. Okay, a 2011 movie that answered the question, what's in the box? Uh, I don't know. I mean, like... Okay, so in 2020, the movie obviously was uh, related to pandemic. It was called Contagion. Contagion, uh, yes. Which, I've seen Contagion. Which starred Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow, as yeah. The, as patient zero, I believe, Yeah. of that little outbreak. And when they're doing the autopsy, they use the fake head that was made for Seven. Oh, but they oh. never used it in that movie. 
Oh, uh, oh okay. they finally okay. I, I, they finally used it for contagion when they were doing the autopsy scene. Oh, I like that. I and Gareth like um, like Walter's head was uh, finally used 16 years later. Yeah, very very oh, oh, <laughs> glad that nice. they held on to it's it. I guess. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, it's very it, because I've always felt that the best part of Seven was mm-hmm. the fact that the dread, you know, you because we know what's in the box. Yeah, we right. or we at least suspect what's in the box, but you know, and, they, and, by not exactly showing it, nah, it ratchets the tension up like a huge. Oh, that was a that was an amazing movie. Too dark. I mean, like it's too dark to show. I think I was probably too young to see it. Uh, but in those days, we got away with a lot of some, a lot of things. That's uh, but, true. No, I, I one of my uh, one of the things that really irks me. Is the fact that these fantastic actors, Kevin Spacey, a great actor, was unfortunately doing these very terrible things in his personal life? Yeah, it's um, it's it's, it's that... a thing. Uh, you know, even with Bill Cosby, uh, you know, right. uh, he was. I remember watching the Cosby Show when I was a kid, and he was this right. kind of caricaturish, you know, comedian that was always in the back, a very genial character. But he was a, to be honest, but he was a monster. He was right, a monster course, in, in his private life. So, hmm. it's uh, no, but I again, it's the, the whole debate which I don't want to get into is whether we should allow a person's private life to influence his right, art right. or his profession. It's again the, the art and independent of the artist. This is not the place to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, neither yes. of us are experts in that. But yes, it is. Exactly. Uh, it is as you said. It is a great film. I have loved that film always. Okay. All right, your okay. question. Okay. Okay, so this is something I came to know really recently. Uh, so, Embassy Row, okay, is the informal name for a section of Northwest Washington, D.C. Okay. It has a high concentration of embassies, diplomatic missions, and diplomatic residences. Okay. Okay. Most of these embassies have their national flags flying in front of the buildings. Mm-hmm. Others have statues in front of them. Right? With me so far? Okay. One of these embassies has a statue of the Hindu goddess Saraswati installed in front of it. Okay. Simple question, which embassy? Statue of Saraswati. Yes, the Hindu goddess Saraswati. Quite a beautiful statue, I I should also add. Okay, so this is in uh, Washington, D.C., right? You mentioned... Yes, this is in Washington, D.C. What's the name of the street you said? Embassy Row. They call it Embassy Row uh, because okay. you know, there are okay. a lot of embassies and diplomatic missions. Hmm. So which embassy has uh, the statue the goddess, goddess as, as, in, as a statue installed in front of it? Hmm. Um, so I'm not going to say India. I'm going to say Nepal also is probably not the right answer. Nepal is a very logical choice because, you know, I'm Hindu just thinking nation. Hindu majority nations. Yeah. yeah, it's the only Hindu majority nation. Um, oh boy. I got a Saraswati. Only other majority nation, but yeah. Got a Saraswati. Anything to do with knowledge? Um, okay, I am blanking, but I'm just going to venture a guess. By any chance, is it Indonesia? That is a very, very good guess and very correct. It is the Indonesian embassy. Oh, no way. <laughs> it is, it is. It's a beautiful okay. sculpture in the Balinese style. 
right it was ah, installed yeah, in 2013 right it's 16 feet tall it's a golden oh, white statue depicting the hindu goddess saraswati standing on a lotus with three young students at her feet one of those students can you guess uh, in whose image or whose likeness does one of those students was uh, sculpted i no i am I'm blind. i have no idea it was uh, so one of the three students one of the students at her feet was uh, sculpted in the likeness of barack obama oh wow okay, okay. because he went to grade school in indonesia he went to grade school in indonesia wow i had no idea okay yeah he's he's lived all over the world i think na he's yeah that uh, i know but i wild, didn't know yeah. about the indonesia okay yeah so he's he went to grade school in indonesia so they installed this beautiful you should look up the picture it's a beautiful statue Aisha, white and gold quite tall okay but okay. brilliant answer by the way I, not it was just because of bali it was just because of bali that i was mentioning that <laughs> there was no other reason and well <laughs> got lucky there Right. Okay. Your turn. Um this is has to be one of my absolute favorite trivia questions that I I I don't know when I acquired this piece of trivia as trivia okay. goes. But okay. I'm going to ask it uh, and I think you know the answer but I just got to ask this question was that your okay. favorite? No, t- um, today is not a good day for me so even the most obvious ones will just go over my head so come on hit me. <laughs> well in any case if you don't get it you're going to be very very happy when you hear the answer. Okay. So uh, this particular gentleman is a sound editor Walter Murch. And while editing a movie he asked his assistant for the second dialogue on the second reel by abbreviating that particular statement. Another person who was sitting in the room at that point of time heard that abbreviation and while he was asleep and he heard that abbreviation and he woke up from his slumber and he said oh that sounds really cool and he went back to sleep eventually he used that as a name for an iconic character who am i talking about which character which person okay okay, okay, okay. i'll tell you where my mind's going my mind went to star wars sure okay yeah and r2d2 that is correct r2d2 <laughs> is was named after that yeah <laughs> No, I, I to be honest, I didn't know this trivia before. It's a beautiful piece oh, of trivia. Okay. But at the moment, for some reason, when you described it, now the image that went into my head was George Lucas in the seventies. I have no clue it why, was, but it 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 just it went there. It was. It was. I think he just woke uh, up from his sleep and decided it's a good name. Yeah. So they were editing a film. I believe it was Graffiti, and uh, American Graffiti. American George Graffiti. Lucas and, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. American Graffiti. And um, and Walter Murch was uh, was the editor on that film, and he asked for the second dialogue and the second reel, and the uh, and the way he asked his editor was R two D two, and George Lucas, who was just uh, snoozing in the side, who wakes up and says, "Oh, that's a great name," and goes back to sleep, and that's how R two D two was named, reel two dialogue two. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so I think I'll ask the uh, you know. next question the last question for the day i think for today for this episode right let's do it so uh i'm coming back all the way to india this is a bollywood question right so listen okay. carefully the reincarnation of peter proud okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reincarnation of peter proud was written by popular fiction author max ehrlich 
Okay. It was published in 1974 and a subsequent okay. movie was made in 1975. Okay. okay. The director of this seminal Bollywood movie admitted that it was partly inspired by the 1975 film but was mixed in with Indian beliefs. Okay. This classic Bollywood movie soundtrack by Lakshmikant Pyarelal is legendary with practically okay. every song becoming a cult classic. Okay. In a case of a snake eating its own tail, it's also speculated okay, that this Indian movie may have inspired the 1989 Robert Downey Jr. movie, Chances Are. Which okay. Bollywood movie am I talking about? Oh. Mm-hmm. So Peter Proud uh, was the original character. The reincarnation of Peter Proud. That's the title of the book and the subsequent movie. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, I thought you were talking literally reincarnation. Okay, all right. No, no, reincarnation no. So of reincarnation Peter, Peter Proud. Proud was the book. It okay. was a movie based on that. And the director of this classic uh, Bollywood movie uh, mm-hmm. admitted that he kind of borrowed from it, but by adding an Indian twist to the okay. story. It became a huge hit. The soundtrack is by Lakshmi Kant Pyarelal is a you know it's a it's a mega mega kind of you know cult classic. And hmm. uh, it's a cult classic, I, so it wasn't like a actual no, uh, no, like I mean, like a it's, blockbuster. It's it, it was a blockbuster at that time, it's still now. I see. Okay. Uh, it's not okay. something that it was cult then itself, right? You know, it was a it was an instant kind of hit. And, uh, you know, in the case of these kind of things kind of, you know, coming back around, there's a 1989, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. movie called Chances Are, where on the internet it's speculated that it may have been inspired by this Bollywood movie. So you have a Bollywood movie that was inspired by a Hollywood (laughs) movie and it's speculated that another Hollywood maybe may have been inspired by this Bollywood version. So I'm thinking uh, because it's a reincarnation of Peter uh, Proud. I'm thinking it's uh, what's that? Oh God, I'm, I'm going to hate myself because I only remember Om Shanti Om. What is that Rishi Kapoor movie that? Uh, oh, you are really going to kick yourself if you remember Om Shanti Om. <laughs> oh God, uh, um, he's standing and he's dancing. Oh God, I can't, I can't for my life. There are listeners to this podcast cars, who are cars, screaming. Cars, yes. cars, cars. It's yes, called cars. Yes. <laughs> it is cars. Oh, it no. is cars. Oh, I would have killed myself. <laughs> yeah. It is cars. Okay, the mm-hmm. surprising thing is, you know, most of the song, song names mm-hmm. have later become movies. You'd be surprised how many. Uh, oh, Darde okay. Dil. There was a movie called Darde Dil from the song right, in right, 1983 right. itself. Paisa Ye Paisa in 1985. Main Sola Baraski in 1998. Ek Haseena Thi in 2004. Aashik Banaya Aapne in 2005. And Om Shantyo 2007. All of them from song titles from the movie. Fantastic. Fantastic. It inspired a Robert Downey film. No, it's speculated. No There's no, uh, I mean, like, you know, concrete Official. proof. There's right, internet right, speculation right. that it's been there. I just added that a little bit of that because there, there was this kind of thing, you know, because Indians are always right. looking for that thing where we've inspired somebody else. So I just thought I'd put what that was, What was the name of uh, Rishi Kapoor's character in Kars? Oh, please don't ask me that. I am not your guy to go to for these kind of 
this thing i don't remember his name hmm was it like a like peter proud was it the alliteration like that no, 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 i don't think so i don't think so oh, we'll have okay. to sing okay. again uh, we'll have to because i don't remember the mo- i saw the movie a very long time ago uh, but yeah, i just love yeah. this piece of trivia because i i've always kind of you know had this trivia of you know where movies come from where names come from you know how something inspired because nothing is ever original everybody is inspired by something else that you is know? that has been the official stance of bollywood for many decades now <laughs> <laughs> too controversial for me to comment on but still um, i am of the opinion <laughs> I, i think it was quentin tarantino i don't remember who said that you know good artists create great artists steal or something like that speaking of tarantino tarantino loves uh, kante and i did not know this uh, Wait, he what? thinks it's one of the, he thinks it's one of his favorite uh, it's one of the best uh, unofficial of i'm not even sure it's an official remake no, adaptations it's not an official of, remake. of of uh, of reservoir dogs he loves he it. likes kante La- loves kante he thinks kante is a great film he has apparently screened it at his home for people and stuff he enjoyed it so much Wow! So that well, Tarantino oh, would be one from Quentin who, Tarantino. That that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I had watched Kante before I had watched Reservoir Dogs. So for and me, what was your like experience a, watching Reservoir Dogs after after watching to, the Masala? To be fair, version? I really liked Kante. I really liked Kante when it came out. So uh, it it probably is the right order to watch it in because if you maybe watch Reservoir Dogs, it was the probably the superior film. Which is probably the superior film than watching Kante. I, i was expecting you know the kind of quiet intensity that you know dialogue heavy intensity that reservoir dogs has kante right. was just pure masala so <laughs> for me it was it was kind of a shock going into it but it's not it, it wasn't bad it wasn't a bad movie i wouldn't say it was a bad movie but i wouldn't yeah, call yeah. it a great movie either well uh, like you said uh, people are inspired yeah and that's yeah, what yeah. creates art <laughs> yes nothing is new everything is everything has happened before no that's what they say that uh, it's true which which makes me uh, wonder what uh, trivia we're going to steal next time oh yeah we're always looking for steal trivia from everybody <laughs> no because trivia is trivia it's, it's it just makes you think that's what that's the best part of this no it challenges your concepts preconceptions you have these preconceptions about things and then you realize ki you know not everything i have a few questions i uh, obviously because of time we can't keep including as many questions as we want in every episode but <laughs> i have some questions that i've kept aside which will kind of you know make you think you know okay i guess everything we have to just like... wait for the second episode then yes yes okay so then that's it for uh, you know today's episode uh, you know thank you all for listening in we hope you enjoyed the show and learned something new If you liked what you heard please consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform it helps us reach a wider audience and uh, you know as a new podcast it allows more people to discover and enjoy the show we would also love to hear from you feedback suggestions and even trivia that we can steal uh, you can reach <laughs> us on instagram at are you quizzing me we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes with you in the future Thanks again for tuning in and have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.
And here's our fact check for the episode. Jack Dorsey had dropped out of NYU by the time he was working at Odeo. So he was technically not an undergrad student at that point. The first tweet that was ever sent on Twitter said, just set up by TWTTR Twitter by Jack Dorsey. Contagion was distributed by Warner Brothers and Seven was distributed by New Line Cinema, a label owned by Warner Brothers. Rishi Kapoor's character in Curse is called Ravi Verma and in the second half, Monty Aubrey. Quentin Tarantino's quote is, great artists steal, they don't do homages. And that's all for the fact check.